Well, hello and welcome to What's Brewing, CISFA. What's Brewing, CISFA is a podcast produced for the California Community College's Student Financial Aid Administrators Association. I'm your host, Dennis Schrader. I serve as the 2021-22 CISFA past president. Dennis's co-host and fellow employee at Los Angeles Mission College. What's Brewing CISFA hopes to inform and entertain you 30 minutes at a time. So let's start the show. And welcome to another episode of What's Brewing CISFA. Let's start this show with our first cup. Mmm. I hope you have something good over there, Dana. I see a, because this is the first time everybody, me and Dana, are doing the show together yeah. from the college, properly distanced. <laughs> but at the same time, I see a green cup in her hand yeah. with what looks like two bags of tea hanging off oh, of it. Oh, yeah. This is my um, my double trouble mint. Double trouble. It makes sense because <laughs> it is a green cup, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> So those are the same tea bags. You're not mixing like oh, different yeah, teas. Yeah. It's uh, so it's mint. Okay, it's from Tivana. Okay, and this is yeah. I like to use two tea bags. Okay, and I like to um, put a little bit of uh, peppermint um, uh, syrup. Uh-huh. And I, feel, I know that's, that's uh, might be a little bit too much in the morning, but I'll that's okay. It. Yeah, that's okay. I wonder what our guest here today drinks. You know, we have a special guest today, Dana. Mm-hmm. Who could it be but our 2021-2022 Cease for President, Anna Faye Robinson from Pierce College. She's here to join us and talk about a lot of stuff. How are you doing, Anna Faye? I'm pretty good. How about yourself? I think I'm pretty good, Dana. How about you, Dana? I'm doing good. I'm, I'm just happy we survived uh, the registration period. Yes. <laughs> that is why she's all teed up today. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm just saying, yes. Funny jokes well, from me. Well, as usual, I have my Thai coffee. Thai? I'm sorry. Nice. I, I take that back. My Vietnamese coffee. The one that you oh. use the, the press for, right? Yes, yeah. exactly. Oh, okay. You do the French press thing on it. Yes. Get the most flavor out of it, right? Yes. Does it also make exactly. it more intense that way? As far as in, in a the sense, method? because you could you could let it brew for how many minutes you would like it to okay. brew, but. Uh, what I use is that I use condensed milk at the same mm-hmm. time. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Wow. Fancy yeah. drinks over here, everybody. I know. Except for I've just got my, uh, my pure leaf raspberry tea. Oh, yeah. I haven't tried their raspberry tea. How is that? It's good. It's a little on the sweet side, but it's at least real sugar, I guess, in it. You know, um, <laughs> I usually try to get their... Uh, caffeine-free raspberry or they've got a caffeine-free mango hibiscus because they're both a little bit lower on the calorie scale. Uh, but, you know, unsweetened tea only goes so far, you know, and I can only have so much unsweetened tea before I'm like, why am I drinking this again? It just doesn't make sense. Yeah, exactly. It's like bad coffee. Coffee gone bad. <laughs> but, Anna Faye, it's good to have you here because, you know, I figure we need to do a checkup with uh, our current president here and ask how things are going. Uh, in particular, thinking re-engagement, you know, we've now probably all been on campus uh, semi-regularly or regularly, you know, last few months or weeks. How's it going over at Pierce? It's um, it's pretty good. It's been regular, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I, I think for our, our college, we're about 15% of our 
courses or sections okay. are, are in person. So uh, I see students walking around, but as you know, as you know, not a lot, not as much as our regular semesters. So um, when it comes to foot traffic into our offices, it's actually been it's been um, reduced uh -huh. this this week, which uh, in a sense, I'm glad at the same time because we could do a lot more work. But we do True. continue to have a lot of activity uh, through our virtual assistants. I think, Dana, you could probably speak to the same thing because, you know, we've now gone through two weeks, three weeks now or whatever this semester. Yeah, absolutely. So same here with us, NFA. Um, most of our foot traffic is virtual foot traffic. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. And then, um, like you said, not very much in person um, as far as student foot traffic is concerned. And then emails, too. So we emails, phone calls and then, yeah, virtual counter. Yeah. Sure. It, it's all rolling along, you know. I mean, it's, uh, you know, I was, it was just something I was talking with, you know, Marisol, our uh, supervisor, or what schools would think of as an assistant director, about as we roll closer into spring semester, I assume, Anna Faye, you'll be like us and probably a lot of schools, if things go along well, maybe we'll flip the uh, this, this scale where it's 70 or 80% in person and maybe 20 or 30% of classes yeah. online. And how that will maybe change the foot traffic patterns a bit. Yeah, that may that may change. Uh, although, uh, just anecdotally, a lot of our students do like the virtual assistants mm. because then mm -hmm. they could um, perform or conduct our transactions at the you know in the comfort of our mm. comfort of their own it's homes. Convenient, sure. Anytime they don't have to drive to the college, so. That's, you know, that's a lot of feed. That's the feedback we're getting from our students is that they like the virtual assistants. And I think it, it does work, you know, when you're talking about your regular transferable classes. But I think there is obviously a true need for some of our career technical stuff. I mean, you, I would, I have a hard enough time uh, trusting anyone who's the first time cook or chef or whatever. But what I really want to eat something from a cook or chef that did their whole program online. I'm a little yeah, concerned I don't know there. about that. Yeah. You know, yeah. or even child development, you know, I mean, those are yeah. two of the big programs here. You've got but, some um, agriculturally yeah. related programs and, at Pierce. And, right. And then our, yeah, our nursing programs, uh -huh. um, we have auto, um, our automotive programs. Yes. So that's, well, I think they've been in person even mm -hmm. last spring, summer, mm -hmm. and definitely this semester. So they've been in person. Um, for three semesters now, I believe. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it is one of those things that, um, is there a certain need for that? And then, you know, just in general, I mean, I know who, you know, this pandemic certainly could up, upright the whole apple cart of higher ed as far as how we deliver classes, let alone, um, you know, student connectedness, how they connect with us. But yeah. I think there is something to be gained by being on campus. You know, it's, yeah. Uh, you know, maybe we're all too old to <laughs> tell the young people this, but uh, it is one of those things. Right. I think it's, yeah, I think um, having the online version just provides or gives students an option, right? So, yes, we have traditional students, right, who graduated from high school. So they may, they, they may be, you know, um, they may be okay with online and, mm -hmm. and a lot of them may would, would like in person, but we also have the population um, of working adults, where they may be in their offices and they want to take a class and they may not have the time to drive to campus. So an online version would definitely uh, 
be attractive to them, right? Yeah, I think so. I, I you know, you look at it. Um, look at most of our counterparts across the state who've done masters or let alone doctorate degrees. You know, the EDDs. Yeah. Many of those, if not all of them, are probably online. But the eighteen-year-olds, and I guess think of my poor friends who have kids who went off to college uh, during COVID. Um, one had her. Uh, one had his daughter accepted at Loyola in Chicago for fall of 2020. Mm-hmm. And so she stayed behind and went to one of the local community colleges. Now she's at Chicago living on campus and everything's good. Another friend had a son going to Loyola Marymount out here. He went to Loyola remotely and uh, considering the cost of a private school and the fact of um, it still being semi-remote this coming fall, he decided to opt out of that, and he's going to transfer over to Cal State, Cal Poly. Wow. He had to sit out. He's going to have to kind of sit out a semester. So what did he do? Go back to a community college and pick up some <laughs> extra classes because all he is is he's at home. You know, he does some work or whatever, but he's at home. And between that and the savings and all now, it's a, it's a realignment yeah. of life, you know. But, it, you correct. know, for the young kids, yeah, it, it could be an interesting thing. I think for parents, especially I know a couple uh, friends who have – daughters at um usc and that's a pretty hefty bill nothing against you guys at usc but that's a pretty pretty hefty bill Uh, i use them as my example in my powerpoints for parents on financial aid nights as the private school cost of attendance because i'm like i'm not scaring you these are real numbers you know uh (laughs) i mean come on dana you went to a private school you know what real numbers look like absolutely so i Actually, think it's it was smart of your friend's daughter that um, she waited and went to community mm-hmm. college, and then the next year transferred yeah. to Chicago. Like, yeah, I think that's the smarter move. Well, economically speaking, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah, but, I mean, but then again, you know, a lot of these private schools they do have money, certainly that they award to students on a scholarship basis. Absolutely. So, um, that high sticker price may be reduced a little bit, right, through their own uh, endowment funds. Yes. Unlike us, where we don't have any money. Whatsoever. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, for three of the, actually, for three of my four friends, uh, one's a Disney exec, he ain't getting no free money. Uh, and two others um, are self-employed professionals, and they probably also didn't get a whole lot of need-based money to go to SC. So uh, it was a bit about it was a bit out of pocket, you know. Other than some right. merit scholarships, luckily yeah, a couple of those. Yeah, merit scholarships exactly. It's based on GPA, you know. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, so a lot of uh, the students with you know very high GPA may have uh, scholarships mm-hmm. that could offset some of the costs. Yeah, this really gets into a good deep talk that we definitely need to do a whole other show on. No, that should be a just on scholarships alone. Mm-hmm. And we I wonder plan for that. We should, and I'm just wondering who does scholarships in my office. <laughs> oh, that's Dana. Yeah. So everyone will have an expert here, and I think the other person we need to drag in is um, what's her name, Dana, the lady at Mount Sac. Oh. Um, I know who you're talking yes, about. There's yes, there's a uh-huh. we have a Desiree. Desiree. Desiree, yes, yes. So if you're because listening, I always contact her because yes. I I have scholarships here too. Yeah, she's very knowledgeable in my office, and we use mm-hmm. you know next gen, and I've uh, been trying to align our scholarships, um, not to, 
not to award them like towards the end of spring. And, yes. You know, because like I told them, look, scholarships is met on the front end to offset the costs, not mm -hmm. as the reward. Exactly. We're not offering rewards for right. academics. So We're if offering it's after, after the semester, then do not call it scholarships. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. She's Desiree is great. And I think it is one of those things that a community college is just because most of us don't do stuff on the front end for uh -huh. admittance. We do it more. Of, most of them are like you have to have at least a semester or more in. So it's a timing issue is one. Mm -hmm. And the second yeah. thing is also to avoid discrimination. Right. We want to be fair and equitable with our scholarships. And so uh, there's always uh, Dana. Right. We've had this. Uh, I don't want to say fight with faculty and staff, but we've had yeah. this discussion with right. faculty discussion. and staff. That's right. A good word, discussion. About you can't really say single mother right. as a mm -hmm. category. You can't say this ethnicity, mm -hmm. uh, you know, or married or unmarried. All the what we call protected classes. Right. right? And it's so this is why I think it's going to be a great subject for another show. We've talked scholarships before on the show, but I think we definitely can uh, bring in some experts and kind of take from Desiree and others, their expertise that they've talked about when they've come to present at conferences and turn yes. it into a podcast for us. Free material is I think less things I have to put up on the board, right? <laughs> Always. You know, it's funny though, thinking about the board makes me think about music. And when I think about music, I know that it's time to segue to our next segment. Welcome back for our second cup segment on the What's Brewing Ceaseful Show. See, we gave Anna Faye a little bit of time there to get a refill. Mm. And Dana, you could uh, take a hit off of your tea. Off my tea here. <laughs> yeah. Your, your two minty tea. Or... That's right. So wait, minty tea with your peppermint on top. That's very minty. Then, yeah, Dana. see, I, I do. I like it strong like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's really? Mm -hmm. Wow. With the peppermint syrup. Yeah. First thing in the morning? Yeah. When we were work from home, I would make it first thing in the wow. morning. Wow. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Amazing. Oh, yeah. Amazing. Amazing. It'll definitely That's wake right. you up. Mm -hmm. <laughs> 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 It'll definitely get you started on your day. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Anything that moves you. Yeah. Now, is it the kind of tea, though, that if you do this, you can't do it too late at night either? No, well, if you're a mint lover, you know. I mean, does mint keep of, you up? Any time of day, to me, is mm -hmm. the right time of day. I, okay. I think it depends on, on you. I'm just yeah. saying, you know, like certain coffee, if not most coffee, mm -hmm. take it a little too late in the night and you're up till the oh, morning. You know, that's what I'm saying. Um, For me, when I have the tea like this, I like to drink it in the morning because it like wakes me up, spruces me up. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then if I if I need something like. Like to calm me down. Yeah. Um, maybe like something like chamomile. Okay. Yeah, chamomile is yeah. good actually, especially uh -huh. late at night. Yeah. On a cold winter day. Mm -hmm. Oh, listen to that. Mm -hmm. yeah. That sounds really good. I know, uh -huh. right? Oh, speaking of the weather, it's getting starting to get cooler it's, now. Yeah. Oh, it's about time. I know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Although we really didn't have a summer, it seemed like because it's been kind of mild summer for I mean, pretty much from what I remember. From what I remember, so. Yeah, decent enough. You know, I'm I'm yeah. happy when I don't have to run the AC a whole lot. Yeah, when you get that bill. That's true. Uh -huh. yeah, yeah, no kidding. 
Although I have a friend who finally broke down and put in like an AC in his house. He had never had it. Um, and he was expecting a gigantic bill, but he bought such a nice, efficient unit and he had such good ducting put in. It was like half the cost that he thought it was because mm. he was, he ran it quite a bit, you know, it gets a little warmer down in the Cerritos area, I guess. Wow. <laughs> so, uh, back to financial, you know, financial aid things here. We've talked a little bit about re-engaging, being back on con- uh, campus. Anafe, what's going on with CISFA? You're more in tune than I am. You know, I'm that past president falling I, I, off the I'm, hill. I am in tuned. I hope so. You are the president, you know, <laughs> if I haven't told well, you. Well, I, I know I know. Um, you, sh- you all should have received mm-hmm. an email from Ruby this past Tuesday. It's a survey. Yes. We would like to survey our members. Um, about their thoughts on whether, you know, they're comfortable in uh, meeting in person or not, and what are their concerns if we do um, hold the CISFA conference in person, you know, what are the thoughts on, um, let's say, masking and vaccinations and things like that. So we just want to gauge what everyone is thinking. Exactly, because I, I think it's it's better to do than anecdotally because we can say, yes. well, my college won't let me go if uh, uh, there's not masks or my college doesn't have the money, two different things, or they're going to put a travel restriction. Restriction, right. And, and that we would like to know as well, um, while may, you know, uh, a college, let's say, for instance, for, for me, I would have some funding, right, um, mm-hmm. to send some staff, but if our district imposed a travel restriction, then sure. we won't be able to go. Yeah. Uh, but I, I know uh, I've heard from other colleagues that they're not going. They may not be going because, again, uh, budgets. Sure. But then that's why we ask, I think, in one of the survey questions that I uh, think we should um, advocate for utilizing her funds, which is a, right. a, an allowable expense um, mm-hmm. to send staff for training. So. That's something that a uh, financial aid group could uh, advocate for and exactly. you know, advocate and for your colleges. And I think for most colleges, that amount would be relatively minimal Very, when you look yes. at most of us in that higher ed emergency relief fund, our HERF money, uh, of the three different pools probably have something in that institutional part that for a few financial aid people to go off the campus or off the co- uh, conference really is not going to be a, a huge stretch, you know, it'll be manageable i could even afford to send dana i could send dana oh my that's how much money i might have or ability (laughs) to tap into of course because i know that uh anna faith we do go forward with a in-person conference you uh you've already asked me and dana to find a way to incorporate the show correct of of course i think it'll be a a great opportunity to connect in person and Mm -hmm. and and, uh everyone to meet dana that's right (laughs) yeah the, Everybody, the everyone behind. knows Dennis. But, Unfortunately, uh, yeah. so yes. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if that's a compliment or. A... It's a compliment, Dennis. You're oh, you're okay. popular. Okay. You're popular. I uh, well, you know, that popularity has really paid off well too. <laughs> I'm thinking of all the all my lost opportunities to be a a oh, real no. influencer. You know, of course, there's a lot of money on the influencers. Oh man, so much money to be made. Yeah, yeah. just not in financial aid. No, you know, unfortunately, it's the wrong business that you're. Hold on, Dana's got. I was, I was, I was it has to be something else. Watch, you guys. Different. One day, some student or financial aid yeah. individuals, they're gonna figure it out, and 
they're gonna blow up. It's gonna happen. I hope so. I believe it. it it's gonna happen. I just yeah. We don't get a whole lot of mentions. Uh huh. But you know, uh, you never know. It could happen. Yeah, yeah. that's true. You never know. So uh, for for non financial aid folks out there who would love to be an influencer, <laughs> that's right. Get out there. And if get anything, you know, uh, again, we'll sponsor Dennis. Yes, please. <laughs> I'm more than willing to be bought off, people. I really can't. No, I will uh, we, sell we your want, products. We want this. We want this. Um, cease. What's brewing ceasefire to take off? I really do. We want I, it to be nationwide. So we would love. We would love some sponsorship. And yeah, I'd like to know the numbers for our. Uh, you know, our one and only competitor out there, NASFA. I don't think any other financial aid. I'm pretty sure. I don't think there's really any other real financial aid uh, podcast. Although I have to say, one of our third-party servicers just started one really yes i won't use their name it's a logical name um <laughs> oh i uh, see. yes uh and it's it's about general topics in financial aid because i remember about 10 years ago it was another one of the third parties was doing like a 10-minute blast on financial aid uh the only problem was it was about 30 minutes of material because the guy that did it talked super super fast uh, so you got a lot of stuff, but it was pretty useful information. It was from one of the yeah. student loan servicers. Um, but yes, there is one other competitor out there right now from. Yeah. Uh, well, you know what we could do? Well, yeah, NASA, of course, you know, mm -hmm. they're the largest, right? They um, have the nation as their market, target yes. market. But CISFA, uh, it could spin off where it could just focus on community college issues. We absolutely could. We yeah. could take into account other things outside of financial yeah, aid. because Exactly. And that could be a, another side project for me and Dana. We could obviously wrap in Anna Fay because Anna Fay is smarter than both of us combined. Oh, no. Um, on financial aid issues, college issues. She's a professor. Oh, uh, my. She's been a, a former acting uh, dean of some sort, right? I mean, well, you, I, was just, I was just acting of some sort, you know. Well, we're all just acting, but in your case, it was part of your title. Uh, so it, it's all possible. All this is very possible. But no, I like the yeah, idea. You know what? Yeah, I mean, there, there's an opportunity there um, with this uh, What's Brewing Ceasefire, mm -hmm. where it could focus really on community college issues. Because again, our issues is a. I won't say issues are hmm, topics, topics of uh, discussion discussions. Uh, it's definitely different than mm -hmm. your, uh, your four-year university, Absolutely. private university. So, well, and that's what we try to keep the show on as much as possible. That's why I was asking you, you know, how we're doing on conference, you know, we're rolling along in the back scenes, but we do get need to get an idea of the yes. people right. out there. So, so for those of you who um, have not completed the survey, please complete the survey. We really need your feedback on it so we could um, make sound decisions. Right, Dennis? Yes. As a, as, as a board. Yeah. I mean, we want to do what's best for everybody. Yes. We don't want to count people out. I know we talk about other alternatives in the survey and just in general, you know, training a week of this, a week of that. And my always over overarching concern is, if you tell me there's a week of programs kind of spread out during the week, by the time I remember, and it could just be because I'm busy, like many of us, um, uh, by the time I remember it's Thursday or Friday and I've missed like three exactly. days of it. You miss Because exactly. it's not as, you know, when you go to conference, you're there. Now, certainly we you're, know some yeah, people. Yeah, you're pretty much focused. Yeah, I mean, we certainly we know some people that show up at conference and never go to a session. But that's, you know, that's their thing. But most of us go there and we're there. You're there with your comrades, your friends, 
your uh, coworkers, people you want to meet from somewhere else, and you're going right. to sessions, and you're listening, you're learning new things. You know, it's concentrated. We forget about yes. the whole idea of being concentrated and being there uh, together. So that, and again, also the exchange of ideas. You know, it's hard to always do that on a Zoom meeting. Here, easy with three of us. You get a regional meeting together of 30 people, <laughs> and unless you got eight hours, uh, you know, technology is going to get in the way somewhere along the line for one. But second, you're just going to have some issues down the line. You're not going to have that real connectedness. So, yes, please answer the surveys, everybody. We want to know what's going on out there, um, you know, and uh, see if we can pull off a conference in person or uh, some other alternative. But you know what time it is again? You hear wow, some really? music in the that background? Time? We're going to move ourselves into our last segment here, everybody. Okay. And we're back for, of course, our last sip segment, everybody. Well, that's really loud in your ears, isn't it? Yeah, Dana? I know. Wow. <laughs> I forget about the high fidelity sound effects that I uh, <laughs> that you paid for. Yeah. So one last thing, though, before we get to our normal I dare you two parts, if you have any, would be, uh, Anna Faye, what's going on on the CASFA front? Any updates for us? Well, for CASFA, we, um, we have decided to have a, or we, we're canceling the in-person uh-huh. conference. Yes. Uh, instead, we're going to have a one-day conference. And uh, there'll be updates from uh, Department of Ed, from uh, NASFA. Um, we'll have an update from WASFA and, and CSAC, obviously. Mm-hmm. So we'll have a one-day conference. And I believe it's going to be $50 for that one-day okay. conference. So um, I may have to send to Dana twice that. at that price. <laughs> Dana, it's worth sending you twice. Two times. That's right. Yeah. So uh, that's... Um, so that's what's happening. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's good. That's good to hear. And I know elections are rolling along too, right? Yes. And I think it uh, came out today. Yes, morning. I believe I already voted. Yes. So people get voted. out there. Cool. All right. Please vote. To all our counterparts out there who let their emails stack up before they look at them. When you find it, do the voting. Get it done. Two minutes. You're out. Get it done. Just saying. All right, uh, let's. Why don't we uh, think about some I dare you tos here? I'm going to start with you, Anna Faye. Do you have an I dare you to for our people? Well, yeah, actually, you know, uh, I received this book, and I forgot from whom. I know it was someone from financial aid, uh-huh. maybe through WASPA, I believe. Um, I don't know. Have you heard this book? How to work with jerks? Wow, mm, I know. No. It says pretty much getting stuff done with people you can't stand. It's by Eric Williamson. Wow. Okay. So I've, I haven't read the book in in its entirety. I just kind of started. So I would like you know people to to read it and and maybe give us some feedback on it. That sounds like an interesting book. Yeah. I know because it says here, and I'm going to quote the book. Okay, mm-hmm. how to work with jerks is a training guide for dealing with jerks in the workplace complete with proven methods and framework for handling conflict with people who are rude, bossy, sarcastic, inflexible, or narcissistic, prone to stealing credit and attention, (laughs) 
poor listeners and poor communications and hell bent on creating toxic environments based on fear and distrust. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And then so Eric, you said it's Eric Williamson? Eric mm-hmm. Williamson. Is, Eric L. Okay. Williamson. Alrighty. Is, yes. is, are you familiar with any of I'm just trying to understand if he has any other maybe other that I don't know. Oh, okay. I think this okay. case, I think this was given to us. I think it was part of a WASP training. Okay. I okay. okay. Nice. So, yeah, it sounds like a nice offshoot of the David Allen getting things done book, Could but be. in a yeah. but but in a much more uh, holistic sense of people, not just how to run your to do list, but really how to work with people. Now, the only thing would be, you you know, you're in trouble. If you're the only one walking around the office and you don't have the book and all the rest of your staff do, then at some <laughs> point, it's just like if, uh, at a poker table. If you can't figure out who's the, uh, you know, who's the, uh, the, the, what do they call it, the mark or whatever, you're the mark. You know, <laughs> you're the one oh. that's being taken advantage of. So interesting. I like that one. Uh, Dana, how about you? Uh, you've definitely got to have some kind of I dare you to for our people. Yeah, absolutely. I dare everybody listening to treat yourself. <laughs> ah, I like it. I, say, I love that too. I, I think that, I should do that this weekend. Yeah. You know why I say that is because honestly, like we survived the registration period. Yes. You guys, we all deserve to treat ourselves, whether it be a massage Yes. Even if you're just chilling at home, just enjoying a day to yourself, like treat yourself. So yes. I dare you to do that. Yes. You don't even have to know the Parks and Rec reference. <laughs> Although if you go to YouTube, everybody, Definitely. you'll find some videos on treat yourself. Oh, yeah. And uh, you will see what it's all, all about. It's all about, it's all about treating oh. yourself. Yes. That's right. I like that. That's a, that's an awesome I, I one. Really, yeah, that's a great one. Dana. That's right. Okay, so I guess I'll have one here as we get close to closing out the show. Um, I I don't know if I've got anything. Uh, I was going to say, let's see, music-wise, I'm going to suggest that now that people are coming out of their their little cocoons and all, I'm going to suggest, and I just bought tickets for a concert, go to a concert, everybody. Um, What concert did you So I've got tickets to go see Elvis Costello, of course, because I've only seen him maybe 10 times. Uh, uh, here in LA at a reasonable size theater. I'm very picky about my seats. So it took about three, four weeks to finally narrow it down. I like uh front row balcony when possible. Cause then you got nobody in front of you and you got a little bit of a leg. Um, and, and, and affordability wise compared to anything on the floor. Cause I'm always a little concerned with floors that the rake of this rake of the floor is not high enough. I always get stuck with the Dana to height person in front of me. <laughs> that know. happens to me all the time. Yes. And, you know, we're, we're average height, right, Anna Faye? We're just like I'm, average I'm really, people. I mean, you're average. I'm like short. <laughs> so if you were behind Dana, oh, all you're going to see sorry, is the bottom edge of her coat. Oh, man. Because Dana's That's a little correct. taller than all of us, everybody. Just a, just a, just a smidge. You <laughs> so, know, just, yeah. so, yes, uh, I, you know, I, I'm picky on that kind of stuff. Same like even going to baseball games. Uh, I like to know where I'm sitting, like an aisle or this or that. So I'm going to suggest, and my, I dare you to everybody, go out to a concert safely, of course. But go out. Go see some live music. Support all those bands you haven't been paying for their albums lately, you know, by streaming them for free. There's too much good stuff out there. Oh, well, you know. That's a good one. Yeah, I think so. So guess what? I think we're out of time, everybody. 
But don't worry, oh, there's Freddy, always another man, episode. That went by fast. It did. I know. <laughs> we'll have you back. So I want to thank our guests, CISFA President Anna Faye Robinson, my co-host Dana, and of course our audience for tuning in today on the What's Brewing CISFA show. And everyone, if you have something to say or you have topics you want us to discuss, you can email us at wbcisfa at gmail.com. You can find this in all What's Brewing CISFA podcasts on Google Podcasts, your Apple Podcasts app, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, and the TuneIn app on your Amazon Echo by using Alexa. What's Brewing CISFA is a production of Studio 1051, a creative collaboration of Dennis and me. This has been episode number 124, recorded Friday, September 17th, 2021. Have a great day and And have have a a great great weekend. weekend.